a Samosa with Seth podcast, the spiciest podcast around. <laughs> yeah, boy. It's looking spicy. Hello, and welcome back to Samosa with Seth. I'm your host, Seth. And today, before we begin, I'd like to just ask you, can you like, comment, subscribe, share it with everyone? Uh, I really enjoy doing this, and I want as many people to list it as possible. Currently, we're like 70-some subscribers. Let's try and get us to 100. Today's guest is the one, the only, Amara Aziz. Hello, Amara. Welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Bored at my nut, as always. How about yourself, Amara? How are you doing? Exactly the same. Bored, bored, bored. I would just like to say, you have a nice room. Oh, thanks. Uh, can we get can we get a view of it? Um, it's getting redecorated, so it's not going to be like this yeah. in a few days. But yeah. let me just move out the way. So we've got my rabbit lamp, and then my beds, oh, and my nice. chair. What well, what are you and going then, to do to? Um, I'm getting a new bed, um, a new chair, <laughs> new paint. Um, your sister actually stole my paint colour. So, <laughs> um, the same colour as your sister's living room, basically. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, uh, um, what are you doing with your old stuff? you selling it? Yeah, probably. If Why anyone... you need a new bed? <laughs> no, not me. If any listeners like what they see, contact Mara. I mean, yeah, Mara if anyone wants any of stuff, just message me, I guess. Yeah. Anyway... As always, I like to talk about how I know the person and my first impressions of them. Amara is family friends with my brother-in-law Sherry and then became family friends. Her family became family friends with my family. Uh, the first time I properly seen her, I opened my, uh, answered my door and she was with my sister Anissa. If you, if you don't know Anissa, listen to episode seven. She's on that one. And uh, they both had their eyebrows uh, like dyed blonde. It's kind of horrifying. I was like, what the fuck am I looking at in my head? But then I was like, all right, okay. Uh, but then another time she came over, came into my room, seen all my shoes and stuff. And I was like, you know what? She seems sound, you know? She's sound. Anissa had always said good things about you. And uh, I just have a general, you seem like an easygoing person. I feel maybe people have you misunderstood. And uh, that's my impression of you. Yeah. Well, the second time I met you, my eyebrows were back to normal. So, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, you know, I was like, ease then. Yeah. Process everything. What was your first impression of me? So I obviously knew, but I knew who you were before I met you. We have mutual friends. Um, yeah, just through your sister and through Sherry and stuff. Um, and I just thought always you were quite a cool guy. You're into like the same stuff as me, obviously, like sneakers and stuff. So obviously, the second time I came over, I got to speak to you properly. And it's you know your shoes, and I was just like, damn, damn, this guy knows his fucking sneaker, doesn't he? <laughs> and then I feel like I've just been more interested as I've watched your podcast, and I just thought you were a really, really nice person. Like I said to you, like you have a really nice aura, a really comforting aura. Not a lot of people have that. Some people have this kind of hidden agenda, but I feel like with you, what you get is what you get it's Thanks. not fake it's not pretentious it's not put on you're just yourself and you're a really nice person to talk to as well thanks i appreciate that 
little compliments, man. I don't know. Can I blush? I that, that show I'm blushing. <laughs> uh, no, I blush. appreciate that. Just... <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, no, uh, usually people, I feel like I get on with most people. Sometimes a conflict would just, a lot of Asians mostly I conflict with, they usually hate me. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, there's just something about them. But uh, no, I appreciate that. That was sweet of you to say that. I was going to say, I feel like with a lot of Asians, some Asians, not all of you guys that are watching, but a lot of them kind of are stuck in their own wee bubble. So when mm-hmm. they see something fresh and unique, they're a wee bit like, oh, like what's going on here? Like, definitely. With yourself, you're not this typical Asian lad who drives mm-hmm. about and is be more snapping as shisha and all that so people are just like okay he's unique. you explain what some of my friends here? but <laughs> yeah all my friends as well uh, but, uh, i feel we both have a similar yeah. upbringing in that aspect given like location wise and such but speaking of which yeah. let's get into your upbringing where are you okay. from so i'm originally i was i lived for one year in prospect Hill roads well there was a so like up Cathcartway. Oh, okay. And then I moved to Dumbarton, which I stayed there for about seven to eight years. Up you like near Loch Lomond. I find the point kind of depressing. Dumbarton is really depressing. Yeah. It's like the most giriest, dullest mm. little town ever. But my dad owned a shop there, so we knew absolutely, obviously he owned the shop. We knew absolutely everyone in that town. And... I feel like that's what I added, like, a bit of vibrance, but it started going downhill and we moved out of there, so... But, yeah, my childhood was really, really, really good, alhamdulillah. My parents were both working a lot, so we used to have a nanny. Edith, her name was. Um, She was the funnest person ever. She used to, like, obviously bathe us and do our homework and stuff. But my mum and dad gave us as much time as they could which was more than enough. We used to go on a lot of hill walks with my dad from a really, really young age. No matter what the weather was, he did not care because it toughens kids up. And I really appreciate him doing that now. Um, But it was weird because I never had like a really strong relationship with the rest of my family. It was mostly just the four of us, me, my brother, my mum, my dad. So that's your immediate family? Yeah, so I, was, I wasn't really close to, like, my gran or my cousins. Mm-hmm. Like, normal Asian families have, like, a billion cousins yeah. that you can play with and stuff. So, for me, it was mostly just me, my brother, and one other cousin, my cousin Stefan, um, who's passed away now, unfortunately. But it was mostly just the three of us. And we obviously lived in a really white area. And my cousin Stefan was white. And so I've had a really white upbringing. I'm not used to like going to mosque or like Mm. going to have a lot of Asian friends. That only started when I went to high school, Notre Dame. Oh, right, Notre Dame, there. Yeah, that's where the Asians came in. Oh, the girls only school. Girls only school. Scary school. Really I've scary. heard a lot of stories. Anissa told me stories. What was your experience? Are they getting any fights? I never got into a fight, unlike your sister. 
Um, but I I was that person in school that was like cool with everyone. Mm, I get you. A bit of a class clown. Teachers didn't really like me until sixth year. I used to always get kicked out of class all the time. Um, but yeah, I was pretty Wait, much cool with it. Huh? Did you have like a main group of friends at all in high school at all? It changed. It changed. In third year, I got bullied heavily. That's Why? when it really changed. Yeah. Oh Why? My God, that was atrocious. So I was friends with a girl from first year to third year. And You're going to give us a name? Or... <laughs> yeah, let's go for it, Neve. Oh, I think fuck Neve, man. Oh no, oh, she's a good, she's a good person. Yeah, we're okay now. Oh, alright, alright, Sabrina. We're okay now. You're good. Um, her and my brother became friends as well and stuff after we left. But um, I used to be really, really close to a girl called Neve. And one day I was walking down the hill with her other friends who hated me and Neve being friends. Was she jealous? And pardon? Was she jealous? Oh yeah. Really, really jealous because I used to go to like Neve's house after school and she never used to get invited and she hated that. And she went back to Neve and told her all these lies, which I don't even know to this day what they were. But after that day, Neve used to bully me so badly <laughs> to the point I used to cry before going to school. I used to beg my dad, I want to change school, I want to change school, I hate it. What would she do to you? She used to like just call me names, like. I was quite a. I never had puberty until like sixth year, let's say. Isn't that so, isn't that like seventeen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I never used to. How do I explain it? I never did my eyebrows. I didn't. I had that typical like peach fuzz on the bloody top lip and all that, and they used to just rip the piss out of me for that. Like, what did they used to call me? Like, you know, brown stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is horrible, horrible, horrible. And then what happened? She tried to fight me, I think. One time she tried to fight me. And How I think that I work? Left. So like, she told everyone, oh, there's gonna be a fight, there's gonna be a fight. And then everyone was like crowding around. And I was gonna get battered. This five foot midget against this five foot seven girl or whatever she told she was. But ends up like sneaking out the back of the school. I don't like fights. I hate it. Do you think yeah. you could have won it though? Hell no. No. <laughs> no, I told I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna waffle and say yeah. If I was in a fight nowadays, yeah, I could I could probably hold my ground. But maybe maybe there's something you tell us later about something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a lot. I've had to learn how to kinda defend myself mm. and so then I guess when did you, you said in high school you started getting, meeting more Asians and such, did that happen after Neve then? Yeah, so after Neve I became friends with two girls um, who I'm okay with now to this day, Nadia and Shireen. We had to be falling out for a few years just because I felt like, do you know sometimes when you're a, a friendship and it can just feel really, really claustrophobic? Mm -hmm. You need like, distance. You need distance, so... I might have went away about a bit of a dramatic way. I left her house and just completely cut contact for like two That's years. That's fucked up. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not the way you do it. No, it's not. It's not. But there was backstory. 
there's there's a lot of backstory to it. Yeah. The way to it do was that. Quite a toxic friendship, which we all agree now, and it was needed. We all actually needed that. Cut of ties. He's all much better now. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, me and Shireen are really really close now, and I'm still in contact with Nadia as well. But we're closer on like a deeper level now. Before it was just okay, let's go out here, let's go out for food, let's have this chit-chat and gossip. But now when we get together, it's a completely different relationship. I know exactly um, what you mean. When I've had fallen outs like, with people and then gone back yeah. to them, you know that you'll be able to survive that so you can survive more and it brings a more intimate closeness with the person. Yeah, it does. It's like a deeper connection, which mm-hmm. is the only kind of friendship I'll keep around me nowadays if... I feel like if one of my friends can gossip about someone else and be nice to them to their face, they can do the exact same with me. So I don't. Mm. Do you feel it's mostly myself. in girls or do guys do that as well? Oh, guys are the bitchiest. Really? Oh my god, yes, guys love gossip. I'm gonna be honest with you, guys. See when I'm in, with my guy pals, uh-huh. um, it's like the juiciest gossip you'll ever hear and then with my girlfriends it's like oh have you tried this like new makeup brush and it's like <laughs> it's nothing compared to what the guys maybe the guys cut through maybe the guys trust you more than your girl mates trust you no i just feel like guys are a lot more cutthroat like a guy's group chat you a girl does never want to be in a girl, guy's group chat it's it's scary. I guess. it's a scary place <laughs> It's not nice. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, be pretty open and uh, say some shit. You know, I've been in some group chats. People said terrible things to each other, man. It's fucked up. What a guy can say to another guy <laughs> and have no remorse. But, yeah, it's scary. But no, alhamdulillah, my friends now are absolutely amazing. Like Good marshal. I could not have asked for better friends mm-hmm. than the ones I have right now in my life. Who would you say is your best friend? My bet. This is going to cause arguments. This question is going to cause <laughs> you know fights. If you want, I can bleep out the name. Oh, right. I don't know. If... Yeah. Should I, do you want me to bleep it? Yeah, maybe. Oh, right, okay. So I can bleep out that as well. I can bleep out that as well. I can bleep out <laughs> everything. But uh, I know them from college. Okay. And uh, friends of my friends, and uh, yeah, I've met them several times. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's like a different. It's a different. I just feel like it's my best friend because how to explain it? When I'm with my girls, of course, they're like my sisters. Mm-hmm. But maybe I see them more as sisters, and I see a best pal. What's like closer? He'll give me advice from like a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. which I love because it's different. No, I get you, I get you. But what, what's closer, a best friend or a sister? Probably a sister. Let's just keep them on equal levels. Yeah, if you say so. I love all my friends. Coming at high school, what did you do with yourself? I took two gap years. Isn't one I enough? <laughs> no, one wasn't enough. I had no clue what I wanted to do when I was leaving school and the teachers would always say you need to know you need to know and then I'd come home and my dad would be like why are you stressing like just take a gap here you're fine which is quite 
unusual advice from a or parent, an Asian but parent that is yeah. unusual. But your dad's a chill it's guy. Really, he's a nice guy. Oh, like dad's him. super chill. He's so chilled out. I love him to bits. Maybe he's my best friend. But leaving school, yeah, I took two year gap year. I was a student pilot for about a year and a half. A student pilot? That's quite cool. Yeah, I was I was taking flying lessons for about a year and a half. Which I wish I stuck to and just got my personal license. How long would it take? Um, you need at least forty-five hours. And how many do you to get, get a your year? License. Pardon? How many do you get a year? How many lessons? Just how as many, many hours? hours? You could take one every day. Oh, I oh fuck it! Why don't you just keep doing it right now? I know I should. It's quite difficult. It's difficult, though. I'm not gonna lie. I can imagine, like. You know, learning a car is one part, but then getting flying, know, that's... The, the practical is easy. What's the hard part then? I could sit in a plane and fly it right now, right? But the theory is so difficult because it's a lot of physics and I'm dyslexic, so you can imagine how that would have went down. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so Not what, a good mix. So what made you stop then? Was it that? Was it the theory? Um... Yeah, so around me taking flying lessons is a really, really close time to me finding out I was dyslexic. The time around me taking my flying lessons and finding that I was dyslexic was like a really, really short space of time. So I think there's a lot of self-doubt, thinking like, oh, okay, this is why like I'm like this or like this, maybe I can't do this. So then stop taking flying lessons. And then I fell into hairdressing and absolutely loved it. And I've been doing that ever since. Oh, really nice. Like, do you, do you work somewhere where you do it or? Oh yeah, so I used to work for a place called Rainbow Room where I done my apprenticeship and then left there and now I work for my neighbour actually. So we go to work and come back together. And That's really good. It's chilling. Nice. It's good. I take it it's currently. Really because yeah, of lockdown, you aren't really working much. <laughs> yeah, and then we go back on the 6th of April, and I can't be bothered. Oh. <laughs> and I guess you need to get back into the habit of it. Yeah. What is it about hairdressing you like? I like talking to people. Like, I could talk to anybody, and I just mm. think talking to a new person every 45 minutes, especially the elderly ladies who sit in your chair and you know for a fact that this 45 minutes is the only 45 minutes they're going to have interaction with another human being for the rest of their week until their next appointment like a lot of old people are so lonely mm-hmm. and when they come in and they tell you all these stories about the war or like how they used to work in the thread factory or the box making factory up the road and now it's a Greg's like it just it's so What's the word? Heartwarming? It's so heartwarming. Like, so heartwarming that it's amazing. No, that's cute. Like, like, you just never know who's going to be sitting in your chair. Do you ever feel like they don't want to talk to you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And vice versa. Oh, I I guess. Yeah. Some people just, you know. But yeah. Oh, my God. One time. I had a client, she had foils in and her parking meter was running out. So she was like, can you go like put my parking meter? I was like, yeah, that's fine, give me your keys, I'll go do it. So she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, 
So I went and done the parking meter, put it in, and I just turned and I seen like a box in her back seat full of sex toys. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it was a box, like a cardboard box with no top. The the kind of flaps were like folded in the box. Think she might sell them like, or one collection? There was just an array of colours. An array of shapes, but I went back and I was like, "Yeah, it's your parking meter done." And I had to act <laughs> as if I didn't know that there was a bunch of sex toys in the back. Maybe of my she box. wanted you to see them. Maybe she set up that whole scenario just to show you them. Maybe. Maybe she's a big Maybe. creep. But what would she have gotten out of that set? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what she got. <laughs> don't know what she's got maybe she that. wanted me to like see them. And that's it. Yeah, she just wanted to shock you. You know. Just, yeah, she just wanted them to be seen. Like, why am I spending mm. all this money for it not to be seen? Do you have any regrets not getting on with your extended family? Regrets not getting on with them? Or, like, being close to them at all? So, we get on really, really well. Um, but it's just more like our households have such different cultures that it's... We just keep our distance. So... Obviously, my household is a very practicing Muslim household, but obviously we're not all perfect Muslims, like, that happens, of course, but mm -hmm. a lot of my family are not practicing Muslims at all, so, like, I could open maybe my uncle's fridge and find a packet of bacon and a bottle of wine, like, it's a bit weird, so I uh -huh. feel like we just keep a bit of distance. The only time we meet up is at, like, a funeral. Not even a wedding, literally uh -huh. funerals. That's the that's, only thing we that's made. sad. But Which yes. is sad because your sister was telling me about how you guys spend Eid and it's all together and it just seems so fulfilling and so nice. Alhamdulillah. It must be so nice. Alhamdulillah is nice, but even a lot of family members we don't get on with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kala's, Kala doesn't like us, they don't like us, that's pretty like us, you know what I mean? But, you just got to appreciate what you have, I guess. Yeah. So that's you... something I don't have is family politics. <laughs> What's your Eid like? <clears throat> My Eid is wake up, get ready, stick on an abaya quickly and just go read Eid namaz, come home, get ready, go to my grand's house for a piece of egg. That's tradition. Mm -hmm. um, and then everyone meets up for a piece of egg everyone who wants to contribute from my dad's side. Um, and then we all just part ways. So before we used to go like round people's houses and used to get like 20 pound, 20 pound, 20 pound. And it was like brilliant. But now we don't really do that. Now we just kind of do the piece and egg thing. Some people come to my house. This is like the congregational house. Oh, like your mom's house. Like so you still have like... That one house. Uh, yeah, no, that's good then. So we should get some house. of that then. Yeah, it's mostly my wee cousins that are like five and six and mm -hmm. stuff. But and then at night I'll go out with my friends and live it up and make it up for the month that we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> everyone does it. Listen, but everyone does it. Listen, hot hides. What's your relationship with your brother like? 
Uh, he has always been my number one person in my life. Always. But I feel like when someone gets married, obviously they have to take that time and give it to their wife, which has been a bit rocky to try to find that kind of platform. But he's literally my best mate. I could tell him absolutely anything, like stuff that a sister shouldn't be able to tell their brother probably, but absolutely anything. And he would like just treat me as a pal, which I absolutely love. Mm. Like if I'm chatting to someone or I'll tell him if I've done something wrong, I'll tell him everything goes through That's sweet. him. Does he tell you other things in return or is it just a sort of yeah, one-way but thing? I, but I don't want to hear it. So it's quite a one-sided thing, which isn't very nice of me, but I don't want to hear his stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Is it more like just marriage stuff then? Marriage issues and such? No, they have a really good marriage, alhamdulillah. He's married his best pal, which is oh, not a lot of people get to do. Really? Yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of people in our community, in the Asian community, don't get to marry who they want. Oh, right. Well, you just see on like people's WhatsApp pics, like, oh, I married my best friend, and not not WhatsApp on their IG pics. Oh, I married <laughs> my best friend. Well done, <laughs> yeah. So on IG, I'll say, oh, I married my best friend and all that, and I'm like happy for them and all that. And yeah. So maybe I have a idea of how it is now, but maybe it hasn't always been that, and maybe that is only certain people I guess then I just feel like a lot of people have a lot of a lot of things to say like for example if one of your friends is getting married their popo their daddy their judge will have like some sort of thing to say and it just affects but they just done a really really quiet nikah I think there was about 30 people in the house when they did the nikah and that was it. It was a beautiful day. It was the nicest day ever. One of the hottest days, actually, of that year as well. And it was the cutest wee wedding ever. Like, it was so nice. That's sweet. And I, feel I think because it was so small <laughs> and there was less prying eyes, Yeah. it was nicer. Like, when you go to these weddings, there's like a thousand people and you're just yeah. like... I think it's just here to eat the gob jam and ice cream and then boost home. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I feel it's more baraka in a small wedding. In my episode, 100%. episode of Shamila, I talk about my ideal one, which I'd say just in the car with my immediate family, my mates. And that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, that sounds fun. Yeah. Who else I, do you need? I know, I agree. Who else? Do, who are these people inviting? their shopkeeper and their customers like why is there so many people <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know if that's ever happened right? <laughs> but i do agree it is excessive and uh, we should just try and get away from this yeah it's not it's so out with our religion as well mm-hmm. like this whole a lot of these things that people do at pakistani weddings are like hindu and sikh traditions yeah it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are we doing dodbali? Like, why are you rocking milk around someone's head? Like, what are you doing? I, I've never like, done that part that? of it. Dodbali, what we just do, and you've probably done it in other weddings, like, you get the guy gets their shoe stolen. Shoe stolen? I've done that to before. To drink the milk, that's what I understand that. Well, I've never done this, like, 
putting milk have in you something. never seen like someone at a wedding like going like that with the milk no. And then they have <laughs> to drink it and then they go like that and then they, no? No, I've never seen that apart, but I do agree. There is some weird shit going on sometimes. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like out of weddings, they're more like basic. And I think I guess that's more the way it should be, I guess. Arab. Yeah. Well no, well, actually Arab I take that back actually. Like, no, sometimes they're all dancing and shit and I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, with their swords and they do uh, this like dance. Yeah, I take that back actually. I've seen some videos questionable things yeah so from leaving high school trying these new things you must have grown a lot tell us about your learning experiences what you've learned what you've been through i've learned so much the person that i was maybe even two or three years ago is a completely completely different person i am now and maybe that's where a lot of people get a misconception of me. I never used to be so reserved and picky with who I hang out with. Now I realised that the most important thing in life and the most expensive thing in life is time. And you're never going to get it back. So going from hanging out with like this group of mates, then this group of mates, like a different pal every week or night, like it's very draining for your mm. soul. Really? Like going to this party, going to that party and never actually resting. Like I hardly remember like two, three years of like maybe 18, 19, 20. Those three years, I like you were asking me like what stories and stuff. I can hardly even remember because my life was so fast paced. Did you have lots of friends? Were they deep friendships or just surface level? No. No, just completely superficial surface level mm-hmm. friends. And that's the difference from then and today. Like, the friends I used to have would just be out for a good time and not care, like, if you're okay or if you're not feeling your best. Like, they just want to party and go home and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then, but I feel like you learn a lot like when I have kids alhamdulillah Allah gives me kids and things like that it's one thing I'll let them do is go out and make their mistakes for themselves because no matter how much someone I feel like everyone's different though but for me I, I had to learn for myself my dad used to always say don't go here or don't go there and I did and <laughs> I did do it and it's made me the person I am today though it's made me so you don't regret any of it I don't regret any any of it. I don't regret one thing in my life that I've done. I've just took it as a lesson Mm -hmm. completely. Because I think if you regret something, you haven't learned from it because you think, oh, I shouldn't have done this. But no, you should have done it because now you realise that that thing wasn't for you or now you know how to go about a situation differently. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. If you never did that, then you wouldn't have learned. That's a good point, yeah, you're right. Uh, Regret yeah. isn't a good thing. So what what changed you then? I think just being so emotionally drained and then I went through a really rough patch of emotional kind of, not emotional, mental health, where I got to a point where I went to the doctors and I was like, I need medical help. And they referred me to a psychiatrist 
Um, but it's because of the stuff I was doing that was making me like double think things, being really paranoid, not getting enough sleep, uh -huh. like just all this mixture of stuff actually really affected my mental health. Um, so they referred me to a psychiatrist. I never went. I just realised, like, okay, this is, like, rock bottom for me. I need to fix up myself. Like, if I'm not willing to help myself, I can't expect a psychiatrist to help me. So I think after that, I took, like, maybe a month or two and just stopped seeing any pals, anything, didn't go out, just focused on work home, work home, getting back into, like, a normal routine. Did you see my cat jump? Yeah, I see the jump. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was good at the time, but now looking back, I don't recognise that Omara anymore. I like to call her Haramo, that's my name backwards. Yeah. Omara and backwards is Haramo. <laughs> I've got it written down here, so i just read the back. Yeah. That's actually Osama came up with that nickname mm, for me. Shout out to Osama. Haramo. It's good at the nickname. Osama's got a big part to play with this as well. Did he, did he help you? Today. Did he guide you on the path? Oh yeah, 100%. And I don't think he realises it though. He, we used to like hang out and stuff and he used to say like, Omara, do you really think what you're doing is acceptable? Or do you think like people would be proud of you for doing this? Or do you think the people around you are just doing it because it's fun for them? And I used to be like, Osama, shut up. Like, you're not my dad, like go away. That was the conversation. And then afterwards I'd go home and think like, do you know what, he's actually right. Like that is what you call a true friend. Someone that can sit you down and call you out on your bullshit. Yes, it's beautiful, mate. Yeah, genuinely. He's, I think he's what made that turning point of changing from Haramo to Omara. That's amazing, man. That's it. He doesn't, he doesn't know that though. Sure, mate. I don't think he knows that. No, I don't think he realizes that. He does yeah. have a way of words. Like even when I speak to him, he says things, and I'm like, you know what, you're right. And uh, and I feel he he's he's lived a life to which he knows. He can how yeah. to help people. He knows the right from wrong. And uh, I feel he's a he's a great guy for that. And uh, 100%. I appreciate him for having him in my life. And from the sound of it, it that you appreciate him a lot as well. I do. Yeah, he's a really dear friend that I hope will carry that friendship with lifelong because him and his wife are really nice people and obviously I'm friends with Asama and Seth and the wife and things like that but my parents are also friends with their parents oh really yeah so Asama and Seth's uncle is one of my dad's best friends mm -hmm. and their auntie is one of my mum's best friends Oh, okay, no, I get you, I get you, yeah, that's, that's yeah, nice. So it's, but we, we didn't know, they, I didn't know they were friends until, like, I went to their house one time to do Seth's sister's hair. And my <laughs> mum was like, oh, that's my pal. And I was like, what? Like, that's quite nice. It's a small city, you know, everyone knows everyone. I know, but too small sometimes for my life. That's true, that's true. Sometimes I get bored of seeing the, seeing the same faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a brown face. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, that's and I feel like. everyone's one person away from knowing someone. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. Some yeah. So, uh, what's the reason for the blonde hair, Amara? 
the blonde hair was a midlife crisis. Not midlife crisis. I don't think you're in your midlife yet. Well, depend how long yeah, you live. Yeah, I was just about to no say one, that. Maybe not midlife. No one knows how long we live, but <laughs> you're still going to say midlife. You mean like 40s? Quarter life? Yeah, like quarter life. Okay. I done it when I was like 20. 20 1920. Was this Haramo that did it or was that Amara? This was Haramo's work. Mm-hmm. I was... Do you know, like, sometimes girls through go girls go through, like, an absolute mental breakdown and do something stupid with their hair. Like a Britney moment? Like a Britney moment. This is my Britney moment that went well. Okay, so you, you keep it continuously now? Yeah, I don't think I could go back to black, but... Why? The reason was it was happening during that kind of mental health debacle roller coaster situation and I thought I don't I don't like what I see in the mirror like how can I change this so I asked my work colleague Craig who was absolutely amazing at doing hair I was like make me blonde and he was like what you're brown and you have black hair you cannot go blonde I was like make me blonde it's happening sat down and he put on the bleach and things and then my boss came over and took it off too early, so I had orange hair. Uh, they tried to tone it, it went green. You were looking like the Joker? I'll try and find a picture for you, actually. I had, um, Send it on the had, episode. <laughs> yeah, I had kind of swampy green hair. Uh, Petrally kind of swampy. But that happened when I stopped being friends with those two friends I was telling you about. Uh-huh. And I thought I need to change something in my life and had a Britney moment and that's is. So is this the is this the new Amara then? Yeah, but she's been here for a while. I, I mean like moment. at that moment, this is like the new coming. Like this is from here on out. Yeah. This the is like the one. second coming of like Jesus uh, or whatever you want to call it. Like I was meant like Amara two point Yeah, maybe that. Let's say that. Not like... death, so whatever. I died <laughs> yeah. and came back. Oh, right, okay. Um, okay. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, we'll go with that one, right? No, that makes sense. Does anyone know this? This is the reason? No, I've never told anyone why I have blonde hair. People just think, oh, she's done it because it looks nice. But no, every time I see it, I think of like, this is a time of like when I became like a really strong person and who I am today. Mm, I could never like go that. back black to back. But you know what they say when you go black? never turn back no. <laughs> but I guess that's wrong <laughs> yep I guess that is wrong so one thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, something a bit deeper it's more about other people rather than me and you something bigger than one person and it's the fact that I feel like people are far too opinionated these days so if someone says, for example, if someone is gay, let's for example, and someone says, yeah, that's fine, that's absolutely fine, like, yeah, cool, you can, you're you okay with being someone else being gay, but there might be someone who's not comfortable with that whole aspect of something, and that's okay as well, like, as long as you're not perpetuating hate and, and putting out these indoctrinated opinions out into the world, just long as you just keep your hatred towards yourself and Mm -hmm. if you're not okay with something that's okay but I feel like a lot of people just end up 
hating on the people that aren't comfortable with things moving forward too quickly. If you get what I mean, I don't know if I'm making sense. I don't fully know what you mean. I feel like I've, I feel like I'm talking like I've just smoked or something. I've came on. <laughs> what I mean is like, say, I mean, you have a different opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And your opinion is more popular and more accepted in this day and age. In my opinion, isn't, and I'm still getting comfortable with the fact that you're in the world is more comfortable with something. Mm. I'll, I'll get a lot of hate for it. Okay, no. Instead of just being like, okay, she's not comfortable with that yet, and that's okay. You have you're entitled to your own opinion, just the way same way you are. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have that way of thinking because I come from an extremely mixed family, so. Some of my family was okay with my brother marrying a non-Muslim turning Muslim. And some of them were absolutely ecstatic about it. Um, And both are okay. Like, we can both all have our own opinions. But the one, the majority opinion will always outrule the minority opinion. And I don't think that's very fair. Like, we should all respect each other's opinions as long as we're not putting hate onto someone or affecting someone else's life. I think that happens with the whole, dare I say it, the BLM movement. I absolutely love the movement. It's a, um, it's a great, great movement. But there's certain people that will put forward that movement that don't practice it themselves but then give other people hate for it. I've noticed that a lot, especially on like TikTok and stuff. And that's such a weird place to talk about. But in the comments, like I was watching this video and it was a girl and she was, it was a black girl and she was talking about a white girl who had um, braids, but she called herself the N-word. I think I know you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, you're telling someone who is, who's so in love with something of your culture and is making it normal and but then you're calling yourself the n-word which takes you 10 steps back so you're taking one step forward and 10 steps back Mm. it's almost like hypocrisy hate hypocrisy no i get you i get you how do we achieve i'm making no sense no you're making sense right how do we get to a point where we can all appreciate everyone's opinions stop being so defensive like if someone doesn't agree with you that's cool we can agree to disagree that that phrase is not used enough nowadays agree to disagree like just you have your opinion i've got mine and that's fine you see what you're saying you see what you're saying like for example like some of my aunties and uncles don't practice Islam and then if this has actually happened once I was talking to someone and they don't want to associate themselves with me because I had white family but that person would have white friends and go out drinking and stuff so I'm just thinking well how does this make sense so I feel like you need to practice what you preach mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is fucked up in that, specifically that case then. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I've had mad experiences with the most fucked up guys ever. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll save, save that yeah, for later. Yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. But 
I've had cases where people ostracize me for just having a different opinion and yeah they've just cut ties well I, I chose to cut ties but I was like I have my opinion you have your opinion that's all right and they, they couldn't they couldn't un- understand that they couldn't yeah. function with me not seeing it the way they see it and uh, yeah, it's weird it's very immature it's quite narrow-minded yeah definitely and I hate narrow-mindedness I can't get on to people like that I but think then, as long as you're happy, you do you. Like, I don't yeah. care if you are, I don't know, just be happy. Let's just be happy. No matter what Let's you're doing, happy. just be happy. As long as you're not hurting someone, hurting yourself, do what makes you happy. Wear mm-hmm. what you want, dress how you want, act how you want. Just be yourself. There's so many people, sadly, that are so in themselves and can't express who they are because they're scared of their family or scared how the community is going to perceive them. Like, I, I have really a Muslim s- gay... Pardon? I feel really sorry for those type of people. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's it's really sad, but... Alhamdulillah, we both have quite accepting families. Alhamdulillah, yeah. Like, there might be a family out there that wouldn't be okay with maybe the way you dress, like, Mm-hmm. I've got a guy friend who his family would not be okay with him wearing like pink or patterns or whatever like it's just not accepted and it's a shame because I feel like the more you keep a child in their grips they're just gonna like drop one day and just I have this analogy shit. on that point if you keep a child away from juice forever when they get to have a little bit of juice they will go crazy with it and I've seen it to which with freedom 100%. If you keep a child totally tight and then if they have to go like, I don't know, Aberdeen for uni, they go mad. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they used to have freedom uh, as much as they can. And I feel there's a mean the balance, everyone, obviously. Yeah. You don't go away for uni, you're studying. I'm um, right here, you? yeah. But I have yeah. enough freedom, you know, I mean, I wouldn't go yeah. mad even if I did. That's true. It's weird how, like, these kids will go off to uni and be like, oh yeah, I'm studying, and then they're actually dying in a pool of vodka or something. <laughs> uh, my white mates during like high school times, they used to like drink and all that and then end up in like random places, parks and shit. They tell me stories about it. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> How'd you end up yeah. in like some field? <laughs> <Crazy Yeah. shit. laughs> so you spoke about your brother's interracial marriage and how he had some resistance. But eventually everyone is accepting of it. Oh yeah, completely. Now I assume it's all totally normal. Mm-hmm. It's good, Marshall. Completely normal. She is being welcomed into the family with open arms. It was more kind of hesitant at the start when they were dating. Mm-hmm. But once the talk of actually marriage and settling down came into it, everyone was actually okay with it. Like, completely okay with it. Um, It would be a bit weird if they weren't because there's already people of her culture in my family so yeah <laughs> it would be a bit weird if anyone was to be opposed to it um like my gran in Pakistan she can't speak a word of English obviously and my sister-in-law Lauren she can't speak Punjabi obviously so it's funny when they go and FaceTime together like mm-hmm. doing all these hand movements but it's nice that they've had that acceptance 
and a lot of other people in the community have had that acceptance but there's a lot of experiences where it's the opposite where say a Muslim girl wants to marry a converted Christian and it would not be okay at all because of what the community might think and I feel like that's something that needs to be eradicated because that's not an Islam as long as the person's Muslim and would take care of their daughter but if they're not willing to convert that's a completely different story obviously mm-hmm. no definitely yeah obviously, that's a completely that creates uh, more of a conflict and I think at the end of the day it's always just about the kids potential kids yeah kids would be so you... confused yeah because uh, you want to raise them Muslim depending yeah. regardless if you're the guy or the girl you want your kids to be Muslim and if they have this other parent figure who may yeah. not have a faith or may have a different faith that, that's definitely confusing and also creates especially, a point of conflict especially like I feel like a lot of interracial marriages can be a bit on the rocks is when the grandparents because obviously the grandparents are still two different religions mm-hmm. that's true actually yeah that can cause a bit of kind of friction I've seen it myself like obviously my grand's Muslim then my cousin's grand's like white my grand's white but she's Muslim and then you might have my cousin who's got a white grand so when she comes over to the dad's side she's Muslim when she goes over to her mum's side she's nothing Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so that causes a bit of confusion with kids and I've seen it myself which isn't very nice definitely Anything else you want to say on interracial marriage? I don't really have much more to say. Like, fuck it, marry who you want. Just marry who you want. That's my yeah. advice. If you genuinely love someone, stick it out and just go for it. This is your sign. You see those TikToks, <laughs> and it's like this is your sign. Uh, not really. No. What's the they like? There's just like, it'll just come up on your screen. It's like, this is your sign to like get dressed up and go take Instagram pictures or whatever. This is your sign to go get married to who you want, whoever's watching. Definitely. You know, uh, let's start saying names, just random names. What what name comes to your mind immediately? Tell that person to get married. It doesn't even be a real person. What name comes to your head? I'm thinking oh, Sadia. Sadia. I don't know a Sadia. Let's, but let's go for Shagufta. I don't know if I have any Shagufta listeners, but Sadia, here's your sign. Uh, Junaid, here's your sign. Here's your sign. Artem, here's your sign. Hmm. Who else? I know so many people, I don't want to say someone yeah. who I actually know. <laughs> I had to purposely try and not get a name there. That's why I said Shagufta. No, I get you, I get you. Uh, yeah. That's your sign. Sadia, this is your sign. Samara, you told us you've had some crazy experiences. I assume you have some juicy stories. Share some with us. Probably more than the average person. All right, okay. You, um, you gave me some key words here. I don't know what any of them mean. Guy banging down door. Let's hear it. Okay. So this is a recent one. Okay. Um, I was at a friend's birthday. And I was kind of in a talking stage, like a really early talking stage with someone. And I was going to this party and I didn't tell the guy that I was going to a birthday party. 
Um, so I wasn't applying I was as I was there. Turns out I would hear buying downstairs in the middle of the party. And my friend's like, Omara, just stay upstairs, just stay upstairs. So I stay upstairs and we they go down and it's the guy that I'm chatting to. He's banging down the door being like, what's going on? What's going on? Is she here? Is she here? Because one of the guys in the party texted him and being like, oh, they're... So the guy I was chatting to messaged one of the boys that was at the party being like, what are the birds like? Right? The guy that you were chatting to was asking this? Yeah, so the guy I was chatting to was chatting to someone who was at the party. They must have been discussing, like, the girls that were at the party, right? The talent, if you want, that there were guys talk like that, I guess, right? Like, oh, what chicks at the party and stuff, right? The guy replied, oh, there's a blonde bitch here. And then right? he automatically knows. not that many blonde Asian girls yeah. in Glasgow. So the guy I was chatting to knew I was at the party. So he turned up, started banging down the door. And yeah, it was a whole scene and they had to get him to go away and stuff. Why and was he up. that angry with you being at this party? I must have that effect. <laughs> I don't know. But isn't it kind of hypocritical? He was asking, like, you know, man, what, what girls are at the party if he was talking to you? <laughs> but I feel like people are hypocritical anyway, so... But it was just early talking stage. Oh, right, OK, so there's no it. commitments. There was no commitment. OK. It was just we were talking. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was I scary. I thought he was going like, to beat up one of the guys or something. I'm, I'm trying to understand what was going through this guy's head to which he had to do this. I don't think anything was going through this guy's head. I think it was just like, the ga- the girl I like is at this party, she's going to get grafted, I better go. Do you get what I mean? Mm, so is that a desperation? Desperation for you? Like, shit man, I can't let anyone else some... Other- yeah, 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 I, yeah, I found that the hard way, yeah. There was, was that. That's weird. Actually, I think that. Now you tell me of another story where you kicked down a door. Tell us about that. <laughs> so that door's been kicked down. Um, yeah, so one of my friends and her boyfriend had like, an argument and her phone was still in the flat. Mm-hmm. And he was in the flat. We came and picked it up because she was upset or whatever. Um, we were phoning her phone, phoning her phone, and there was no answer. So I was like, guys, fuck it. I'm going up to the apartment. I'm booting down the door. I'll phone an ambulance if I have to, to get the ambulance to put down the door. Because he wasn't answering. So I pressed the buzzer, no answer. So I pressed every single buzzer in the whole apartment block until someone let me in. Literally took two seconds. Um, so I went in, went up the elevator, started banging the door down, like kicking, like full scale kicking to the point where like the hinges were like shaking. The neighbour is like looking outside her like people being like, what the fuck is going on? One neighbour actually popped their head out. And then I was like, right, guys, I'm going to phone an ambulance like to get this door kicked down. I'm going to be like, my friend's unconscious. They're not answering the door. Um, but then I thought if I do that, then they'll get an ambulance sent to my door or something like retaliation shit. Is that what, is that what yeah. people are like? like what does that mean? <laughs> Trust me, this person probably would have been, I don't know, just in case. Um, and then we never got the phone back, never got it back, and went to Edinburgh for the day, 
had a great day. That was a really good day. But never got the phone back. They're still together, but we never got the phone back. That's still there. <laughs> so now every time I see my friend's boyfriend, I'm just like, I kicked your door down. Like, is it awkward? That, yeah, that's weird, man. Whack. Yeah. Well, at least you had a good day after. You went to Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. I had a great day. It was a great day. <laughs> you know, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. You got to do. See, when it comes to my friends, like I said, I've never been in a fight, but see, if it came to my friends and I had to, I would, don't care. You're a loyal friend? Um, probably a wee bit too loyal. Mm, to loyal to a like, fault, they call that. Yeah, probably, yeah. I'd put myself in some mad situations for people that I love, like proper daft situations. Would they do it for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would. That's all right then. As long as they'll do it back for you, then yeah. it's all good. Yeah, I'm wee Omi. I'm like their wee baby in the group. I'm the baby of the group, so... Everyone older? To protect me. What did you say, sorry? Is everyone older? Like, all your friends Yeah, older, they're just... Yeah? Well, by one year, they're older. Oh, that's not by much, then. Yeah, I no, but they're much taller than me as well and oh. stuff, so I'm like wee Omi, because <laughs> I'm only five foot, so... Shivering that small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I would hands down getting a fight for one of my friends oh man let's set up small let's but mighty fight club going. it's like personal small and mighty that's me I think we should set up a scenario okay and you get into a fight for someone okay we record it I'll show it on the podcast you know here's an exclusive okay. that'll be good that'll get the views <laughs> okay we'll, we'll get that situation We'll stir some pots and just get that going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which which friend would you fight for. All of them? You fight for all of them, yeah? Oh, no, just my three good friends. All right, we'll choose your bestie that you told me earlier. We'll set up a scenario for them. Well, if anyone was trying to mess with him, I'd actually go full mama bear mode and right, beat okay. someone's ass up. I don't set care. Up. Set Smash up. the windows. Anything. Don't care. I'm ready for this. Don't mess Speaking with Speaking of smashing windows... Right. You told me about a car crash. Let's hear about it. Oh, yeah. Again, coming back from a party, one of our friends picked us up. And... It was really... We didn't know he was... And we got in the car and... We actually asked him, we were like, have you, whatever. And he was like, no, 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 no. We were like, okay, we'll just get in your car. We're all going to the same place anyway. So I get in and start driving like a maniac. And me and my friend are like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like trying to distract myself from what's going on. So I'm on my phone, just not looking how fast he's going, not looking like, him going through red lights and swerving through lanes and stuff we get onto woodland road right and i think what's the speed limit in woodland road like 30 or something Could yeah be, uh... yeah i think he was going like 80 90 <laughs> that's mad <laughs> maybe even faster right get to the bottom of the roundabout he curbs the roundabout at the bottom of woodland road front wheel comes off flying off the bonnet hits the floor, car sets on fire. I'm still inside. My friend is like, Omi, get out the car. And I'm like, like the car's shock. on fire? 
Yeah, the car's How's on fire happen? at this point. What? How does that happen? The airbags were all out, like, and I'm just sitting there in shock, like, what the fuck is actually happening here? So my friend's like, oh me, come on, like, get out the car. So she grabs me out, right? So this is on, like, the bridge. So, like, if uh -huh. the car was, like, to go and up, we would have went landed in the water. <laughs> and then crazy. her house was, like, not far from where we were. So we were so pissed off at our pals for putting us in that situation, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you almost fucking killed you. Right, right. So at that point, we realised what what was going on. Um, so we were pissed off. So we were like, let's go. They're trying to change the tyre. That's how messed up they were. They're trying to change they, the tyre on a car that's on a car basically on fire. on fire. The whole wheel shaft has come off. They're trying to change the tyre. So that's when we noticed, like, what the fuck is going on here? So we end up walking to our house and walking the door as if nothing's happened. Came home as if nothing's happened. Alhamdulillah, no one was injured, but that was bad. That was a really bad experience, even though I tell the story with a big smile on my face. Scary. Were you, like, shaky all after that? Were you, like, what the fuck? on adrenaline or were you like no i think we were just really angry i think we were just really really angry and they, people were coming out from their flat to see what had happened to see if we were okay and stuff um but we were really i think we were both just really angry that someone would put us in that kind of mm -hmm. risk like if yeah. you're doing that do that on your own like don't put two girls in that situation who you're friends with mm -hmm. i wasn't we weren't that close with them but we were all going to the same place i take it you're not that close to them anymore the person that was nah. driving nah. i wouldn't even like say hi to them if i seen them around or anything i could they almost killed you man genuinely it's quite mad my dad's gonna be watching this podcast like really? when did all this happen <laughs> <laughs> okay so one other time i was on a date and we went to like a really nice restaurant, right? There was a wee candle in the middle of the table. Lovely restaurant, lovely, lovely food. So we're eating the food and I lean over the table, right? And my hair caught on fire <laughs> in the middle of this really nice restaurant. Was it like fire fire or is it just you could like burn so the edges? I didn't realise for a few seconds, but the guy did, right? So I lean over the table. And I'm like just talking away, and he's like, and I'm like, what? And he's like, like sweet. <laughs> I was like, what is it? And I realized that my hair was like going up in flames. <laughs> was it that bad? And then I was like, I was like doing all that, right? And then everyone in the restaurant, all the staff were like panicking because they could smell smoke. Mm. But they didn't know so the manager fucking... <laughs> was out, they're on the phone, like, we can smell smoke, we need to evacuate everyone, like. And this really nice restaurant. It was like a really busy night as well. Surprising. And I had to like pull one of the waiters aside and be like, listen, your restaurant's not on fire. It was me that was on fire. How did you get it off? How did you like just smack it a bunch of times? I just like went like that and it came off. It was like one of those videos you see where people are giving those mad haircuts mm. with the fire. Have you seen them? Maybe you should try and uh, learn some fire barber techniques, hairdresser. No. And then 
for a whole maybe year I was missing like a big maybe like that much of hair that <laughs> that's mad <laughs> and there was like wee black bits floating everywhere and I was going to Shisha afterwards to meet some other friends we were all going together um, and I just smelled of burnt hair do you know that smell mm. Oh, it was disgusting. I don't know the like smell personally. Burnt. I don't. I don't really burn my hair, but I can imagine. Have you never smelled a burnt hair? No. No. It has such a distinct, strong smell. Okay. Haven't you ever smelled that before? I don't really burn people's hair. I go to people that has burnt hair. I don't. No. Have you never like been at the cooker and like a hair's fallen and it's like burnt or like a candle or anything? No. My hair's not long enough for that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should grow it out and then no, no. Uh, So, you want to talk about bad experiences with guys? Oh my god. Girls learn from my mistakes. That's all I'm saying. If a guy's acting sketchy, if you think there's something there, there probably is. For example, I was chatting to... And I heard, it probably sounds like you're chatting to guys all day. I hardly <laughs> ever chat to guys, right? Very, very rarely I'll chat to someone. But it always seems to go horribly wrong. So I think it was like two or three weeks ago. So I hadn't been speaking to anyone for about four or five months, right? Then this guy messages me and he's like, decent looking. And I'm like, okay, let's apply to you. You're okay talking away and then he says like oh he's got tattoos and like this and that and he's like just normal things that wouldn't be so normal in an Asian household and he was just like so would your family be okay with this so he was asking me the deep questions right not hit him with any pardon do you not hit him with any no I just didn't no I wasn't that interested I was just like how many brothers sisters have you got like (laughs) random having a laugh but he's sitting asking like if he would be accepted by my family and shit right Mm -hmm. so I'm just like yeah I don't think they'd actually care blah blah blah. and then I fall asleep I wake up and I'm blocked and I'm just like what has actually happened here like have I said something so I read through the chat because I get quite paranoid like that. Like, Why if you didn't care that? about the guy? Like, Why would you care if he blocked you? I feel like I'm like that in general. Like, If I'm like with people and I'll walk away and I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, 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 and that. Like, quite, um, it's more, that's like an anxiety thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? So I messaged my cousin who's friends with him. Your sister actually told me to do this. So I'm sitting with your sister. She's like, find out, find out, find out. And I'm like, right, okay, I'll find out, right? It's not something I'd normally do, but phone my cousin up and I'm like, hey, by the way, you know this guy? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And like, he randomly just blocked me and he's like, oh yeah, he's got a bird. And I'm like, <laughs> what? He's got a bird? And he's like, yeah, he's been going out with her for years, how come? And I'm like... That's <laughs> so obviously he's she's found out about me, he's blocked me or whatever, I don't know, but... But was he like that saying like deep weeks. shit like interesting you or was he just talking deep? Because there's a difference obviously. No, he was talking like really deep stuff like so what are your views on X, Y and Z? Like actually getting to know someone as a person? Like, why you could have just be wanted to be a friend. No. Nah. Okay. No. 
because he was like, oh, I've seen you about and stuff, and I thought you were like complimenting me and stuff. Oh, okay, and just, that's like, different. Not a friendly chat, and I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did awkward when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> but yeah, guys got a word. Dog. Got any more? Uh, weird guy experience. I'm, I enjoyed this. <laughs> it was very yeah, odd. I've got loads of guy experiences. What else? There was... How do I say this one? There was one guy that... Um, so any guy that I'm chatting to, I always tell my mum about it. From the first day, I'll be like, oh, mum, this guy messaged me today. Or like, I'm not talking about weird DMs. I'm talking about like, yeah, if I like... actually see someone and even in the first hello, I think you can tell if you're going to get on with someone or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I always tell my mum, always tell my mum, even that one, the other, the blocked one, I even told my mum about that. Um, so there was someone and we were talking and... He even picked me up from the front door. My mum said hello. He was taking me out for lunch or something. Like, I'm quite open with my mum this way. Like, if I'm seeing someone, it's very casual like that. And so we went out a couple times. And then I asked my friend, I was like, oh, like, um, this guy said his name. And my friend was like, are you joking? Like, you actually went out with this guy? And I was like, what's wrong with that guy? He seems perfectly normal. He's got a good job. He was alright looking. Probably not what I would typical go for, but like he was alright looking. And I get more attracted to someone with their personality. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this guy's actually really nice. So over a couple of times, I was like, yeah, this guy's decent. My friend was like, no, like you need to stop right now. And I was like, and this is a guy, right? He's like, no, you need to stop. People can have the wrong impression of people. They can always have Mm. it wrong and they can always just know a side of them or a past side of them. Yeah. So not always you can go with what people say, but tell me your story. It turns out that this guy put on a bet to take me out. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's bang out, man. That's bang out. I thought you just see that shit in TV and he's shows. He's notorious for it with other girls. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> he's done it with multiple girls. He must be making bank then. <laughs> because he these bets. He must be making bank. He must be. I don't know if they're betting money or what they're betting, but it was like a challenge thing, like like I bet you can't take her out. Oh, yeah, I can. Let's do it. Who are these bets made with? What is it? Who who makes these bets? Who's he making them with? Who, I don't His pals. Himself. I don't know. But, like, my friend was like, yeah, no, he does this. He'll, like, set a challenge and a bet and, like, take a girl out and then just dump her. And I'm like, why do that with, like, a girl who you've met mom and, like, yeah, yeah, my dad and his dad? Up. It was just weird. Go to it with some random girl yeah. with me. So, but yeah, is that what happened happen. after then? Did you? Did oh, you... I bumped. Oh my god, I hope he's watching this right because then he'll know it was us. Um, we were driving, I think it was just two weeks ago, and me and my friends pull up to him at a red light. Uh-huh. And I started screaming, I'm like, ah, that's, that's the guy. And my friend rolls down the window and just goes like that at the window, and he's like, huh? So now he knows that that's us. 
don't but, know if he's seen me in the car. So, yeah. after he took you out on that date, what happened then? Did you Were you like, I know you do this shit, or were you just like... No, I, no as soon as I found... Well, I found out after he dumped me. Oh. <laughs> like, after he just patched me, I found out this information. That's fucked. <laughs> and then he had cheek to re-message me, like not long ago and be like hey Omara I hope you're good just checking up on you so I replied I'll send you the screenshot right and you can put it in I replied um I was like oh you just doing your rounds checking up on all the girls that you've took out just see if they're all right and he was like that's the button fair and I was like no, that's funny but I wonder how many he's done it to I mean, I know a good few girls, like, maybe, like, five or six. Five, that's a lot. <laughs> that I know of. That's fucked me. This guy... Say his name and I'll bleep out. I want to know if I know the guy. Oh, you won't know. I'll tell oh, okay. I'll, I'll show you a picture, but you won't know. <laughs> you really won't know. That's fucked me. He's older and stuff. You won't know. So, you told me about a story. You wanted to talk about a story where foam up the nose foam up your nose foam up someone's nose what so that, that was a childhood story so okay. <laughs> it's actually so embarrassing right so one time my mum left me in the bath and I used to play with these like foam toys do you know like the foam sponges that are like, yeah, yeah. like ducks and all uh, that so I was in the bath and she must have left me unattended like a really good mother does right so I start ripping this sponge up and start stuffing it up my nose like stuffing it up my nose right ripping wee bits off god knows how long I was there for right and then afterwards she's like gets me dressed and stuff and that's fine I go to school <laughs> come back whatever still got this foam up my nose right keep in mind right? a week passes by and my mum's like she's a bit smelly like what's going on here right and then my mum's like putting perfume and talcum powder on me and stuff and she's just like she's really smelly so I went to my grand's house for the weekend my grand's like she stinks by the way like what is going on as soon as like, she breathes open her mouth she stinks <laughs> <laughs> so they're like we took me to the doctors and they were like oh she just brush her teeth and use this mouthwash or whatever and she'll be fine um what a neglect of doctor, by the way, right? Yeah, he could so not then, figure it out. So then, <laughs> another week passes, and I'm absolute honking at this oh. point where nobody wants to come near me. Nobody wants to come near me at all. I'm stinking. So they take me to the hospital, and they're like, okay, we'll do, like, some checkups and stuff. They look up my nose and see, like, something up my nose. So the doctor pulls out a pair of tweezers and takes me in this room and stuff with my parents and they pull out one piece uh, and it's like black and moldy uh, and just fills up the whole room with this stinky foam and wait, how long has this been a week? Another piece. I think my mum said there was 14 pieces of foam up my nose <laughs> makes me uncomfortable man how long is <laughs> no. up there? a week? Uh, three weeks three? oh fuck <laughs> three weeks Mouldy foam up my nose. I'm surprised I'm still alive, to be honest. 
that made me, that made, that made me feel so uncomfortable. I know. Like, I would think I was like um, Ava's age, so like maybe like a year or two. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Was it big bits of foam? What is it? Was it big bits of foam? Yeah, they were like decent bits of foam. My mum always uh, goes, like, in the like that big. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got up to all sorts when I was a wee kid, by the way. Any other weird shit? I remember one time I fell out with a girl. I think I was like, I'm like six or seven. Fell out with a girl on my street and my neighbour was my best pal as well. So we joined alliances. We called it an alliance, right? So we joined an alliance against this girl that we've fallen out with. Mm-hmm. So we make a potion, a defence potion. So I used to live like near woods and stuff. So we went into the woods, picked up like random things like horse manure, dog shit, and st- not the fans, but like the sticks. <laughs> we put it in this bucket and like started mixing grass and mud and worms and beetle, like all this disgusting shit. And then when the girl came over, we like threatened to, th- oh my God, this sounds so bad. You're a big bully, man, that's fucked up. I threw a bunch of shit on like, <laughs> To throw this mixture on her. And then her parents came round to my mum and dad and was like, your daughter was trying to throw dog shit on my child. And oh, it was a whole issue. And then, oh, God. That's disgusting. <laughs> Why would you do that? I forgot about that story. I don't know where that just came That's from. That's bag out. <laughs> but we had like a treehouse fort thing. So we were mm-hmm. in the fort being like yes let's like go to work and like this fort really riled up like me and my brother at points like I mean I used to my godmother she had a big German shepherd and we used to take the German shepherd up and like make him bark at people like because we were in this fort I think it was given as like an alter ego yeah it was like this big fort it it made you feel safe to which it gave you a confidence yeah powerful it felt like I had the power <laughs> um, I think that's a bad sign then maybe when you get power you go mad with power throw a dog shit on people <laughs> yeah no one should be doing throwing dog shit anyone it's fucked up <laughs> I think it was just that fort once the fort got taken down we went back to being normal little kids mm. yeah that's you, you shouldn't be allowed power ever that, that no I don't think I should yeah quite bad so I think I'd be like a dictatorship or something if I was in power speaking <laughs> of you and animals when you were in Pakistan you had a goat I loved my goat tell us about loved, your goat loved loved my goat so much so if anyone knows me I love goats baby goats to be specific Love the Instagram pages. Just love baby goats, right? So I went to Pakistan when I was young. And they got me a wee Mimi, as they like to call it, a wee baby goat, a wee Mimi. And I got a leash made for the goat and I was taking <laughs> this goat for a walk around the burn. Like, I thought I was so cool, but people were looking at me like, who the hell is this wee Baletti, right? <laughs> and... <laughs> I was so proud of my goat. You have no idea. I had a wee Nintendo DSi. Mm-hmm. 
And I was sitting taking selfies and not selfies <laughs> of that camera. It'd be amazing if you could find these photos. <laughs> I know, I wish I had my DSI. It'd be so funny. I was taking pictures of my DS, like, with this goat. And then my mum was like, oh, you need to make it big and strong. Feed it, feed it, feed it. So I'm feeding this goat. And it's turning into a big, heavy fucker, like, attacking <laughs> people and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and... They're just like, okay, like it's time now. And I'm just like, okay, time for what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're gonna like send a message to Allah. And I'm like, wow, cool. That sounds so amazing. And they're like, okay, go tell the goat something you really want Allah to know. So I'm like, I want a unicorn to this goat. Mm. Like, please tell Allah I want a unicorn. And then they go, they lie the goat down. I'm like, Mom, what are they doing? And Mom's like, Oh, nothing. And I'm like, Right, okay. Two minutes later, I find out that they're not doing nothing. They're actually slaughtering the goat right in front of me. My wee best pal traumatized me for life. So you watched to the it. Point I'd, I don't eat meat hardly ever really? eat meat or chicken now because of this moment. What made it even worse is they made me eat it. <laughs> <laughs> they made me eat my mammy. That, that must have been traumatising, but mm-hmm. I bet it tasted good. It tasted salty because the fucking tears come from my <laughs> eyes. That's what it tasted. That's banging. And I guess you, you never got your unicorn from Allah. <laughs> no, I never got my unicorn, no. <laughs> so she, man, it's a wasted door. That was sad. Yeah. Yes. That was a really sad <laughs> moment. But they cut the goat up and stuff and like made me give it out to the poor people in the village as well. They were all like, ah, so, we've seen you walking with it now, fucking look. Yeah, pretty much. I must have, I must have looked at a right dafty. <laughs> Handing out my pet. <laughs> Who does nice. that? Do you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> that was traumatising. I can imagine, man. Baggy. Like a lot of people's pet goats get killed, yeah, that's fine. Like, we all realize that get halaled and stuff, but I don't think a lot of people have ate their pet before. I think yeah. that's a new one. Uh, imagine eating your cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love my cat to bits, I could never. He's a Probably bit of a dick, that but... great as well. I don't mm-hmm. think cats that taste amazing, you know. You think? I don't think they taste that great, you know, they're just kind of. I think dog would taste all right. <laughs> Depending You're on the dog. Sick. If I think like You're sick. I would I wouldn't do it myself, right? But I could see why someone would. No. No. People like you is what started coronavirus. I I'm not eating no dogs, right? But I can imagine eating them. Horse, I wanna try horse. You ever tried horse? I wanna Just try go to that. Tesco. And that's a, back in the day. I've tried quite a lot of weird foods now that we're talking about weird foods like octopus, pufferfish, duck's normal isn't it? Yeah duck's normal yeah. That's pretty normal. I like duck. I've had lamb brain before. Was that taste I like? I didn't know like... what I was eating at the time. Was it mushy? It looked like scrambled eggs. It's disturbing. And it was quite rubbery. Tasted like marrow. 
bone marrow? Yeah, have you ever had like sick bone or something? What's that? You've never had sick bone? I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know if that's just something I've called in childhood now, I don't know. You've never had like Nahari? Fuck no. Never mind. I thought I was whitewashed. <laughs> clearly. But clearly there's something new going on here. You know. You know what, let's change topic, right? Let's go on to saucer toss. <laughs> <laughs> let's go on to saucer toss. Where's sauce? Come on, man. I just need a sauce? This brings us to the part of the segment where we review your outfits and we just analyse them. If you'd like to be featured in this segment, hit me up, send me your outfits. Uh, last time, I didn't ask anyone for permission and I apologise <laughs> for not asking for permission beforehand for using people's pics. Uh, this time I've asked everyone. And Amara, I hope you've asked everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start. I'll, I'll WhatsApp you them, right? And uh, okay. so I'll make, I'll choose the order, right? <clears throat> let's start off with, so this girl goes by that cat girl on Instagram. She's Indian. I think her okay. name is Shruti. S-H-R-U-T-I. I don't know how you pronounce it. Shruti. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And she has a very unique aesthetic. This, she is wearing, I, I don't even know what you call that. Just a dress, I guess. And then she's yeah, having like... Yeah, it's a dress, isn't it? Pinafore? What? Is that what it's, it's like called? It's like a little pinafore dress. Oh, Okay. That's a new word, I didn't know that word existed. Okay. And she has these uh, these crossbow, not crossbow, the skull and crossbones uh, right. tight things, like mesh tights. And she's wearing like big Doc Martin style boots. And she has these chains on. I think there is mm-hmm. a cat or a dog on them. She has okay. these pink, uh, pink uh, hair clips. And... She has tattoos and shit, so there's a very unique vibe here. I, th- I would say this is a combination of goth and, you know, kawaii is. So it's like, yeah, it's like Japanese sort of like cuteness. And I think this is really unique. I like how the pink and the pink go together with the hair clips and part of the dress. And I like how there's a contrast between the cuteness and the dark evilness. Uh, yeah. For the picture in total, uh, and I like the griminess of the background, but I think she could have went further. I think she could have went to like a graveyard or something. <laughs> it made a it really made it really to uh, match the tight genius, you know. I but I'd give this out of ten. I'd give this eight and a half. Uh, definitely a sauce, but I think it's only lacking in the background. If we're analysing the picture as well, outfit, I'd mm-hmm. give that uh, a ten. I don't see anything wrong with that, yeah. Okay. She's out there and she's trying things. What do you think of it? I'm going to go for sauce mm-hmm. because she's carefully matched the clips to like the ribbon in her dress. She's got the whole dark gothic theme going on. Yeah. She, like you said, she's balanced it really well with the cuteness. I but she... I feel like the only reason it's sauce, the main reason, is because she's like confidently pulling it off. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, she owns it. She's like really confidently knows who she is. You can tell from the picture she knows who she is. She's not scared to show it, and that's it. Mm, definitely, and I like Loki that. Loki like the boots. I hit her up, find out what boots they are. Uh, on a similar outfit, 
we can compare and contrast. That's the word. This is like if we took out. I'll send you it first. So as you can see, this is actually quite a similar outfit, but it's not. You know, you know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm tossing it. You tossing it? I'm tossing it. Wait, 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 okay, okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before that. Toss, toss. Before that, let me get into it. Right? up and aim for the bin. So she's wearing. And you've even missed the bin. That's how much of a toss it is. Fucking hell, man! You, you're harsh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sana, right? And. Uh... Oh, hello, Sana. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Unless you're allowed to do that, you know, that's your opinion. Uh, so she's wearing a dress with tights, with similar style boots, and these sunglasses that I like, that are like circular, and uh, there's some meshness to it. I like the monochrome, but one thing that I really love about this picture is the background. She's at the Coliseum. Background's the sauce. The background is amazing, man. Like, shit, man, I'm at the Coliseum. I'm killing it. Uh, I don't think the fit matches the background, but that's alright, because you know, man, you're on holiday, you don't need to match the fit with the background, I guess. But, and she's got this wee bag on. I like how the buttons are sort of like shiny, like the glasses. I'd say it's a sauce. I wouldn't say it's like two out there, but I'd still say it's a sauce. I'd give it a seven. Well, why, why would you toss Sana, it? Asana, I'm really sorry. I'm sure you're a really nice girl. It's probably just one of your not best outfits, right? Sana, I'm really sorry. It's probably not one of your best outfits. But I just don't think this is the most flattering outfit for you. Why? I just don't think it does anything for her. Elaborate on that. It's very basic as well. Oh, I understand that point, right? It's, there's no personality. It's just, like, even with all black, you can still have personality. I just think this is... Okay. How should how would she upgrade the outfit? Um, by changing. But what, what should she change? I don't know. Maybe, like... Maybe we are... Maybe get rid of the black under mesh top. And change it to maybe a different colour. Okay. Or maybe a more opaque black top with a cute little black skirt. I just feel like the pin for the dress thing is just giving her no shape. It's it's just not the one, I don't okay. think. I feel like this is a really old photo of her because I don't think this is something... Feel like a bitch, you know that. <laughs> you know, you can to be a bitch. I, didn't, I didn't tell you see this shit. Okay, we'll go into the next one. It's just not my vibe. Like. I would toss it. Okay. Hey. Sorry, Sana. <laughs> okay. Hi. Tell me, who is this? This is someone I absolutely admire on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's from Glasgow. Never met him personally, but we have that like Instagram connection i understand so you mess yeah. each other you know each other like through instagram and all that kind of yeah right sauciest sauce he has the sauce he's got all the sauce apart from you but yeah <laughs> all right okay oh um, should, should, should i break down the fit right go break down all right he has some chunky white shoes some white socks some baggy trousers a uh, cropped mm -hmm. uh, a brown sweater 
in a big navy overcoat with some funky glasses. Uh, I like the pose. The pose is on point. The pose is well I'm good. Using... His pose is like, I yeah, man, I'm seeing the personality. Even without, even like if he was wearing like just plain, very plain, I still feel the personality for the pose. Yeah, it's cool here. I like his uh, blonde hair. Did you dye it from? <laughs> no. But no, I'm liking that. But maybe it's personal preference. I just like more either monochrome or colorful. I feel yeah. There's not much cohesion here in the color wise. Navy, brown. I guess you can do that. But navy brown and like light grey. I don't feel that goes as much. But I still like it. I still like it. I like the flowiness of the jacket. I still say it's sauce. I'd uh, give it a six out of ten. Okay. What would you give it? I'm gonna give it a solid nine out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I just love the pose. You can like really see who he is from yeah. this one picture. Definitely. There's a lot of personality in the outfit. I love the coat. I love how it's like mismatched, but it goes. Mm -hmm. Like it's not matchy, but it goes. And I love that. Okay. Full of personality. Okay, let's see who we do next. So tell me, who's this? So this is a girl called Iman. Okay. Again, we know each other through Instagram. Um. She seems like a really nice girl, blah, blah, blah. Make friends. Outfit, 10 out of 10. Don't just jump the gun, man. You need to lead up to Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's break it down, right? Go. So she's got Jordan 1s and feet. I think they're mids. She's got some sweatpants on with a matching hoodie and then a nice grey overcoat. I think you just. I think you're obsessed in overcoats. <laughs> That's yeah, I love picking from this. Uh, and then the background is that lane. I can't remember the name of the lane. It's got a certain name, but it leads up Mitchell. to the lighthouse. Sorry. Is it not Mitchell Lane? Maybe. I don't know. I take your word for it. But it leads up to the lighthouse, and uh, I like. I'm really liking this. I think. I think I'd give it a ten as well. I really like it. The only thing that's stressing me out, right, is very wet and she's wearing very light colours. So Aww. just like one splash, man, that'll be all over you. Uh, I like how, I like the monochrome of grey. I like the background, I like the pose. Uh, I think she's killing it. Aman, Aman, did you say her name is? Yeah. Aman, keep it up. I'm liking it. Well, I love good. her style. I love how it's not tailored, it's not constructed, it's mm -hmm. a really just casual fit, but it just looks so elegant and put together. Definitely. Yeah. I just think it's a great fit. I'm going to sauce it and 10 out of 10. Definitely, definitely. This is Omad. I don't know him personally. Uh, some people went to school with him that I know. Uh, I asked him for a fit and this is what he provided. Uh, I like it, you know, it's quite... He ha I'll break it down, right? So he has uh, Air Force One lows on feet. He has a form of cargo trousers on, on the uh, bottom. has a white hoodie with a logo emblazed across the chest. 
and a tactical vest on. I like I like the fit. I like the the matching the, the color, the black and white. Uh, uh, I, I like the glasses. He's not wearing the glasses properly on, but I like them. I feel he's not gone too far out there yet. I feel he's capable more. And see these trousers, specifically about these trousers, right? They're like a centimeter too short. Okay. <laughs> but I like the fit. I'd give it a I'd give it a sauce. I like the location of the bathroom. I don't mind that, right? The white in the background goes with the white in the fit. Uh, I don't mind that. And uh, I like he's feeling confident in it. You can see his facial expression. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to steal your bitch. I'm he's gonna, the man in that yeah, fit. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. He, Mr. Steal Your Bitch. <laughs> he, girls want to be with him. Guys want to be him. You know, that's what they say. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what's up with him. I'm just saying that's a saying, right? Uh, but I like the fit. He looks like, I like the cargo and the tactical has the theme of military, but then he, you know, brings it to home with some mm -hmm. hoodie and the shoes. What do you think? Okay. Wait, should I give it a number? I'd give it a seven and a half. He's not gone fully out there. I know he's capable of more. But I'd give him a seven and a half. Definitely sauce. Okay. I'm going to go for I love the trousers. I think the trousers compliment him. Maybe a wee bit too short. Air Forces, you can never go wrong. Classic. Hoodie, white, black, waistcoat kind of situation going on. I'm going to go for sauce, but like a really basic sauce, mm. like tomato ketchup, like everyone uses it. It's really out it's there. It's a good analogy. I like that. It. <laughs> so for John, it's not, it's nothing special. Like mm. you said, you could do so much better with it. The angle of the photo as well, I feel like when a picture has been taken, like your photographer needs to be your pal. It's taken from the top. You look really short in this picture. See, because of perspective, it makes his legs look short. Yeah. When his upper half is bigger. So to prevent that for the listeners, you get your photographer go to go low down. Uh, and that makes your bottom half look taller and yeah. creates a different perspective. So I feel like this outfit with the basic sauce could be really jazzed up with a better photographer mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it's really important so if you've seen this person in real life i'd think oh he's got a cool outfit on but i think the photographers just ruined it for him what do you think of the background i can just smell this picture <laughs> it smells bad <laughs> okay okay I'm going to get so much hate for this. <laughs> even you're not, even you're not even denying it. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's all your opinions. We talked about people are allowed to have their own opinions. Exactly. And don't worry, we'll do one of your fits. Eventually. Oh yeah, one of my worst. So this, I'll break down the, the fit. So he has a Air Force Ones, flows on feet. He has some chino khaki trousers on and uh, just like a beige, slightly off-whitish colour hoodie. And I think it's a nice simple fit. And to complement that, I like the background of a blonde sandstone. There's an architectural term for you. Uh, mm -hmm. That goes with the beige colours. And uh, I like the pose, the pose dynamic. Uh, I just feel 
fit again is I like the fit, but it's like I don't know if it's photo worthy. Okay. But we let, let, let me let me let me let me specify. I just feel I could wear this on a normal day. I I guess this is like you do take pictures of what you do wear normally. But I feel yeah. I've not seen this guy's Instagram, I don't know what his fits are like. But I feel like maybe there's a lack of significance. Not that they have to have significance, but I feel this guy is up keeping this image of having these good fits. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'd still I'll give him a a seven out of ten. Wait, for the back for the picture as a whole, I'd give it as an eight out of ten. Because I like the okay. cohesiveness and it's definitely a sauce still, okay. despite it being, you know. <laughs> I love this outfit. I just think it's so simple but classic. And it's something that you could scroll through your Instagram and be like, yeah, I could wear that. Like, it's mm. quite not inspirational, but like you could take inspiration from it. And then the pose is just out the wall. I have to steal like that one, man. That's just some, he's got some good poses. <laughs> I love it. It's great. See whenever he posts, it's great. I'm going to give it sauce. Really saucy. Oh, okay. Like a 8, 9 out of 10. Eight oh, out. Yeah. If you were to equate it to a sauce, what kind of sauce would it be? <laughs> I think this would be like a sriracha meal. It's cool, it's spicy, it's not basic, and it's not on every shelf. Mm-hmm. But it's it's cool. Okay. And we love it. I feel that, I feel that. Sriracha meal. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of her fit? This is Rumla. I love it. I love how there's so much personality in it. You can tell from the picture... From her outfit, you can tell she's, like, a cute, bubbly, like, fun person. Not basic at all. Mm -hmm. Love how it's not matched, but it's coordinated. It is coordinated, I agree with that. Love the jeans. The jeans, the patchwork. Love the lilac. Um, Is it cord or denim? It looks like it's cord. Yeah, love You can see the lines in it, I think. Or maybe denim, but more cord. It's got colour, it's got texture, it's got everything in the little graphic t-shirt kind of hoodie situation going underneath. Love it. I think this girl is so cute. She has such good style. I, I like it. I agree with all those points. Uh, I think the hoodie is what makes it. The, the pink and the hoodie. She le- looked at every detail. The pink and the hoodie goes with the, well, the pinky purple goes with Sets the cord jacket. And yeah, yeah, the black matches the black hat bucket hat the blue matches part of the hoodie blue i appreciate that attention to detail but as a whole i, I like it a lot as well uh, it stands out uh, the background is all right it's not amazing but it's all right the jeans go with the blue in the background uh, yeah i'm giving this a good giving this a nine nine out of ten uh, definitely sauce I just feel the background yeah. could have been better, but I really like this fit. I feel like this is one of these fits where I look at and think, like, I wish I could wear something like that, What's but I just don't you? know how to put it together. What's stopping you? No, nothing stop. Like, I don't know how to put it together. That's oh, okay. what's stopping me from looking like I walked out 
Stevie Wonder at a jumbo sale. Rumla, like, why don't you hit up Amara and help her out, yeah? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> help me. Okay, so this is Ali. What are you doing? Hello, Ali. That was stretching. Sorry, my <laughs> back is so sore. <laughs> this breakdown of the fit. He is wearing some Reebok Club C's. I like them. They're a casual shoe I've got up here. He's wearing like a beige of whitish colour. Matching that with a, I don't know what I call those trousers, formal trousers, formal straight like cut tailored. or tailored to some degree. It has that cinch to a belt and has a patterned shirt on and he's got a ring on and thread on his right hand and uh, he is leaning against a tree with another fellow. Uh, fellow? <laughs> You can definitely tell the south side of Glasgow. I don't know how I can just tell, but you can tell. Oh, I thought it would have been like London. London? Really? Yeah, I just thought, looked at the picture and thought London. Oh, right. Maybe south side of Glasgow and London have some similarities. <laughs> it may be London, who knows, but I feel south side. Yeah, what, how, what are you feeling about this fit? I love it. It's so unbasic and it's mm-hmm. such a breath of fresh air seeing like an Asian guy. Or any guy just wearing like a granddad shirt type vibe with like just that shirt is just so cool. I love the shirt. And then he sets it off with like a really clean looking pair of trousers. The mm. contrast of like the vintage old lived in look with like yeah. fresh tailored trouser. I think it's really, really nice. And then the ring just kind of accessorizes it. I think it's mm-hmm. really cool fit. I agree. I agree, I really like the fit, the, I get very 90s vibes from this, from the yeah. shirt, he feels like, hey man, I'm just chilling, I could be cruising in a car right now, I could be, you know, just having a good time, a good summer vibe I take, take from this picture, you know, because yeah. it's like that, that time you can wear like thin shorts like this, the, the, I like the, the flashes on, you can see their faces, uh, I'd say, I don't really know what is this, uh, the thread on his wrist is that a religious thing? Oh, uh, I think it's a rakri. A rakri. Oh, right, okay. Uh, it's a religious thing, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the I like the background as well. It intrigues me. It leaves me thinking, oh, some mysterious. You know what's going on here? Where are you? Where are you? You're are saying you... it leaves you because he's leaning against a tree. <laughs> I never said leaves me, right? <laughs> intrigues me. Okay. All right. So it could be Southside of Glasgow. It could be London. It could be anywhere. But there's a big tree and they lean on it. Good times. I'd give this a. And as as I agree with your point that you don't normally see Asian guys like this. So when I see other Asian guys no, like this, I appreciate it. So I'd give this a eight and a half out of ten. Definitely sauce. This is like one of those outfits. That if I seen someone, I'd be like, I really like your outfit. Mm. Like, do you know one of those ones? Yeah, definitely. I think it's really cool. I'm going to sauce it as well. Give it a 10 out of 10. What did your hat say? Salam. Oh, well, slam. <laughs> Wait, I said that wrong. Walaikum slam. You called me whitewashed. <laughs> I just can't talk. That's what's going on here. Bye. <laughs> me and my mum have got this thing where we stick our middle fingers up at each other just to be like, all right. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I guess that's... I know, it's really weird to see some if anyone sees us doing it. Like, but yeah. So, this is Adil. Mm-hmm. 
um, really nice person and love this, love this picture. When I seen it, I was like, damn, this is a really, really good picture. And props to the photographer. Photographer is an OG. Keep that person around whoever took that. Uh-huh. The flash just sets off the reflectiveness in his jacket. The joggies are just so perfectly fitted. They're not too oversized. They're not too skinny. Great length as well. his body really well. Mm, I agree. 100%. 10 out of 10. This is breakdown the fit. It's got Air Force One lows on feet. He has, I don't know what type of trouser. Is it a cargo trouser? It has like a white print at the bottom. And this black jacket with the reflective 3M on it. And he's got a hood up and he's wearing a mask. I don't know where the picture's taken, but I really like this as well. This hits up, this hits all the points that I look for. It's unique enough. It's a, I love the background. And he looks confident in it. He looks comfortable. The only thing I would say is come a bit closer to the camera, you know? I want to see more. You get me? I think so. Because he's so far away, I want to see the fit. I think it adds a bit of, like, mystery almost. I think like, so. It leaves you wanting more. But that's the thing. I want the more. So oh. <laughs> give us the more, you know? <laughs> so I'd say <laughs> nine and a half out of ten. Just come a bit closer, you know? Yeah. Definite sauce. Uh, I'm very wonder... biased because I know the person, but I think it's a saucy outfit. Really? Well, it is a saucy outfit. We aren't disagreeing on that. Oh, yeah. But the picture, I wish it was just a bit closer. Come say hi, yeah. you know? Well, Adol, if you have one closer, we post that one. Hi, <laughs> man. Post that one, Adol. Co- Covent Garden. Where's that? Yeah. London. Oh, right, okay. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. All right, let's go into the next. This is Noor. I don't know her personally. I just like her outfits. Lovely uh, name. Huh? A lovely name. That's a nice name, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's break it down. I can't tell what shoes are on feet, but they're white. Black leather uh, trousers. They're like baggy. Uh, black top, which you can't really see. I think she has a necklace on. I can't tell. There's something in there. With, it's like uh, a zip or something, isn't it? Uh, possibly, possibly a zip. And then an oversized blazer, a black hijab with a earrings on, shiny reflective earrings. And I just, I really like this outfit. I think there's a cohesion of it, of the, you can see the zip, the earrings, got that, that uh, metal. Mm-hmm. That also, if we're talking about the picture in general, goes with the, with the stair banister, what do you call that? Stair... Yeah, banister. Banister. There's a proper name. I can't really remember it. It goes along with that. So we're talking about it as a overall. And uh, I think she's still comfortable in it, you know. But she brings class with it. She's got the... What do you call it? Is that mascara or eyeliner? Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Oh, the eyeliner. The thing. Uh, the thing. <laughs> thing goes the with thing. that. <laughs> that adds mysteriousness to it. And that goes with the black outfit. Only thing I'd say... I love how you're noticing these little details. Well, I need to, man. This is my shit. So I love thing I'm good this. At. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, Vajara. <laughs> the... The... It brings a mysteriousness to the fit. The only thing I'd say is uh, change the shoes to black. If you want all black, you know. Or uh, maybe grey, so it goes with like, the metal parts. But other than that, I'd say it's good. And well, maybe to the right of the fit, 
the right of the right of the girl, the background, it's a bit just meh. I'd say just take it on the stairs, you know. And I'd say this is a, I'd say this nine point two five. It's like it's not as oh. good better than a nine, but not a ten. And not as good as a nine point five. So okay. I'd say it's nine point two five. Definitely sauce. <laughs> what do you say? I'm gonna go for. I agree with you on the shoes. I feel like she could have gone with like a pointy black heeled boot, mm. just to elongate the leg a little bit more. Because of the shoe she's wearing, it's kind of crumpling the trouser at the bottom. So if she wore like a mean. boot, it would look really cool, right? Mm-hmm. Love the contrast of the leather trouser with the suit jacket. So it's like edgy and smart yeah. mixed together, but she's carried it really, really well. And then underneath the smart tailored, no, smart oversized blazer, she's got a hoodie. That's one of my favourite things. Mm. to wear is like a blazer and a hoodie I think it looks so chic the hijab she's got a hijab on yeah 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 the hijab with the loose just it being loose enough to cover modesty but also keep the earrings coming out (laughs) the gold hoops I never thought about that it looks really cool like she could just wrap the hijab really tightly obviously like a lot of girls do but she's just kept it loose enough where you could see her little gold hoops popping out which I think looks so chic mm. but the only thing is is the shoe she should have wore a black pointed heeled boot or something and it would mm. look really really cool so what'd you give this at 10 I'm gonna give this really an 8 out of 10 because it would have been a 10 if she wore the black heeled boot because then that would have elongated her body and it would take away that kind of crumpliness, wrinkliness of the trousers. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so super chic. So talk me to the fit. So I've got my favourite shoes. The blazers. I just love these classic blazers. I think I'd just gotten them at this point and I've seen them on my favourite Instagram girl. I, was, I need to get them. The white leather kind of baggy trouser kind of situation brown blazer little gucci bag and a black hoodie and a belt the only thing i hate and regret about this outfit is that my hoodie i wanted to tuck it in but because i've tucked it in it's created like a really puffy situation (laughs) like can you see it yeah i can see it and i hate it um the photographer done a good job making me look a little bit taller than I am. What is, do you want to go into your like procedure of getting fits, pics? Of like getting dressed? Not like getting dressed, getting the fit pic. Oh, the procedure is just, here's my phone, just take pictures. and. Oh, okay. But sometimes I'll use a tripod. Uh, uh, Anissa told me about this, uh, that shocked me. Really? <laughs> you carry a tripod around. <laughs> why not that's a good idea it's it's just kind of funny i'm using a tripod right now if i know my outfit is banging and i want a picture of it i'll just put my tripod in my bag it folds up really small to about that size oh okay Uh, that's why i imagined a massive thing (laughs) no no it folds up it's really really good and then with it it comes with a a selfie kind of bluetooth remote kind of clicker thing so if my mum's dropping me off or something 
I'll be like, mum, take a detour around there and I'll just go with my mum to take a picture before. Just so I don't need to annoy my friends or anything. Mm. Like, I may need to try that. I think, I'm, I think I'm starting to piss them off. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing so that shit for I, years. I, so. I did, so. Oh, no, I think I've went past I've the pissing off stage. You're also uh, in the... What do you call that bit? That building has a name. Does it? Yeah. Can't remember it. The bit so, next to Glasgow City Chambers, isn't it? That is, that's what's called, City Chambers. Okay, yeah, right. there we go. I have a picture on the opposite side of that, where I'm in oh, front really? of the Glasgow Chambers, yeah. Alright, so let's break it down, right? So you already broke down the outfit. What I'd say stands out to me is a black hoodie. I feel you should have went with a light colour. Everything else, well, the, you were going with like a nude brown beige sort of thing. And with the white shoes, I feel you could have went with a white hoodie. But I do like the fit. Uh, you roll up your trousers so high. <laughs> I know. No, do you know? Do you know why that is? By the way. Why? So I didn't. I didn't come out to take outfit pictures this day. This is a day I went with my friends to Loch Lomond, and my trousers oh, are actually wet at the bottom. That makes sense. So I took my shoes off and went in the water a wee bit. The trousers were wet. Mm. So I had to roll them up. And then we went to Yapon for food. Yapon's And we were good. walking back to the car. Mm-hmm. And this is how the picture happened. I understand, I understand now. Well, I'd give this a, a 7 out of 10 sauce. I just think that one change would have changed a lot. I like the background. Hey, I feel the, the blonde sandstone and beige colours also go with it. But if you changed the hoodie, would have been, you know. Maybe I'll recreate the outfit with a beige hoodie. Go for it. Even get that puffy situation again. Do all the same yeah, things. Yeah, I, I, I cut the jumper. I actually came home and I took scissors to the jumper and made really? it a crop hoodie. Oh, <laughs> it's just so much poofer, whatever we want yeah. to call it. So this is Asama, also known as Rafsapapi. Uh, this picture just I have a lot of questions. Firstly, what, what's that pile in the background? You see like a pile of just a bunch of clothes just shoved in the corner. Uh, did you just wake up? Like, you look half asleep. Uh, the elephant in the room is, what's going on under that towel? Are you wearing stuff under? What's going on here, Sama? Why a hoodie with a towel? That doesn't make much yeah. sense. And... Uh, Assassin Creed Packy, that's an interesting uh, caption to put it. And well, he actually has another caption, but that's irrelevant. What? <laughs> why upload this picture, Asama? This is on his account. It was at one point, I assume, yeah. I can see his username. Oh, Asama, what's going on here? Are you okay? When was this? When was this taken? <laughs> Do you need a hug, Asama? Yeah, like, I feel <laughs> something's not going right. So bad things must have happened to lead to this picture. What is the? Do you know? What I think. Mm-hmm. I think this is the drippiest, sauciest picture that we've done today. There's zero fucks given, and I love it. And I'm kidding on Asama. What is going on here? Please let me know what the hell is going on. I give you four out of ten for bravery. It's very brave, sticking your knees out like that, you know? How many likes did it get? 
17. <laughs> but it's not okay, about the so likes. I think maybe he posted it by mistake. Oh. And it was well, supposed to be on a spinster. Oh, that makes sense, Sama. You know what? I, I think, think that's what's happened. But still, you're right. Like, it's very questionable. But I'd, I'd give us a toss. <laughs> Definitive toss. I'm gonna go for it's a hard decision. I'm gonna go toss. Mm. It's gonna be a toss, okay. Sama. But you really need to let us know what's going on here. Yeah, definitely. This brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you, Amara, for coming on, getting deep with us, telling us juicy stories. Thank you, the listener, for listening. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Share it with everyone. And uh, don't forget to stay spicy. Mamma mia, that's a spicy... Hello, and welcome back. Hi. Did you hear, did you hear that in the background? Did you hear a scream there? No. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Don't say hi back. I'm talking to the audience, right? Yeah, I know, I realised that. Okay. Hello. <laughs> you want to be drinking this time or not? Hello and welcome back to Asmoso Safe. I'm your host Safe, and before we, <laughs> I messed up my Stop voice. Stop laughing! <clears throat> you laughing at me because I'm talking. No, to no. Safe just messaged me. He just seen Asama's episode, and in the end of Asama's episode, we abuse him. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.